Bush and Richie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. We might have mentioned this before, that sometimes into the show we get messages that aren't meant for us, uh, that are meant for some other people. And this is literally just coming now as we're about to start. What's happened? What's happened? Well, unless this is something to do with what we've mentioned in the show, I don't know. Someone has texted us the following message. 220 kilogram, 2 by 15 kilogram, 4 by 10 kilogram, 4 by 5 kilogram, 4 by 2.5 kilogram, Two times 1.5 kilogram. Easy bar and a six foot bar squat rack. <laughs> They've sent that to the studio. So if you're already about to hear, maybe you'll hear a point where, oh, hold on a minute, that's what they were texting in about. Do let us know. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Taking the whole Groundhog Day concept by asking you if you could pick one day of your life that you had to live over and over and over again, what would it be? Now, little important clarification here. You can't just wade in. You and I, for example, can't just wade in here and go, oh, well, the, the day of the 66 World Cup final. We weren't born for that. Narrowly. <laughs> weren't around for it. No, it's a good point. So that that's that, the rules rule that out. Yeah, it's got to be something that you have lived through that you would choose to to do over and over again. And don't come on here trying to, like, curry favour with friends and family going about, oh, your wedding, or your kid's birth. Not interested in that. It's got to be something a bit different. Exactly, something a bit different. So I'm happy to go first on this on. one. What I would do, quite a few years ago now, I took part in a record attempt, quite a few years ago, and the attempt was to visit all London Underground stations in the quickest time possible. I remember. And I did it with my mate Jeff, uh, and I missed out on the existing world record by an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Which is quite a margin. (laughs) So in the concept of Groundhog Day and reliving it over and over again, I would choose that day because then I would be able to put every single error and mistake I made right in time, and I would be the world record holder. I like that, because with the, the Elizabeth line, will that change things a little bit? You could whip around a bit would. quicker. Now, yeah, exactly. With that here, yeah, I could I'd even set a new record. Get it on, get it yeah. going again. So that's the day I would choose. Uh, for me, this is a, uh, this doesn't sound like a big head, but uh, I've achieved very few things in my life, but one of the things I'm most proud of was getting a first in my degree. And uh, basically, we had to walk out ahead of the rest of the, my year group at Swansea University to receive a scroll or something from the dean. Wow. But I had me flat, you know, you get the cap and the gown. Yeah. And I thought, I love this. This is a piece of me. It made me feel like I'm, I might be like a, uh, you know, some kind of uh, aristocrat from maybe like the 1500s. So you got first in your degree. Got first in my degree. It was only me and two other people in the whole year. That's amazing. I was, and I've never, I've never peaked that. Me and the wider home time audience are di- digesting <laughs> that fact right now. The best thing was, that was at lunchtime. Everyone's parents said goodbye. And we went to the pub in Mumbles and drunk for the remainder of the day. <laughs> still wearing our gowns. <laughs> best day of your life. Pick a day from your life so far. What would that day be that you would choose to live over and over again and why? David's in Newport Pagnell says don't call me I can't remember much of the day that I want it was Oasis Main Road in 1996 finished off in the Hacienda I have no memory of it oh my word actually um, Stone Roses at Heaton Park that was pretty damn good I'll I'll add that one into the list and in Stockport says it's either bungee jumping off Auckland Harbour Bridge great adrenaline rush or the day Aguero scored the goal to beat United to the title what a hangover that was (laughs) two great memories Uh, Chris what day would it be for you I was on ITV and in Dex Reddle Black uh, back in 2012 and won half a million pounds. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Would love to relive that every time of my life. 
<laughs> well, I mean, bearing, I mean, that's that's quite an amazing thing to win, five, you know, half a yeah. million. But you're 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 wanting yeah. you're wanting more money. Is that what you're saying? You want a bit more of that? <laughs> Nice, but it's all gone now, obviously. But yeah, it'd be nice to win that game. Did you just say it's all gone now? Yeah, well, we bought the house. Obviously, there's no mortgage or anything, and had a couple of years off work, and now we're back back to the grind. So, so when you have an amazing bit of luck like that, right? Do, do you not get any good luck from that point on? Have you, you do you feel like you've used up all your good luck, or how's it kind of work? Well, hundred percent, because I actually lost it on the night. Um, and then five, it was five days later. We had a knock on the door, and it was Anton Deck on my doorstep. And uh, they said that they got the decision wrong and the money's mine. So on the what? game show, I, I actually got sent home with nothing. Um, yeah, and then five days later, I had the phone call saying, look, we want to come round and do a loser's interview. Ah, oh, all right. So they come round and, yeah, and they tricked me. And they said, look, we've, we've, uh, we've slowed, we've, we've freeze-framed the shot and you actually won the money. We're like, wow, <laughs> I kind of wasn't expecting that one. Wow, it's like so, competition you know, VAR, that, isn't it? And that went out on there as well? Yeah, yeah. So you see me lose it um, on the game show and then it said the story the story never stopped there. And then after the after the, the game show you they see you see me then go into my house and telling me that uh, that I won the money. Wow. And we just had a little boy, the little boy yeah, our little boy was what, ten days old when we won it? So it's just a, a really good couple of weeks to be honest. So if I can re- relive two weeks. Oh, hold on a minute, don't change the rules here. Really, in two weeks? <laughs> the day I captained the wide receivers for the junior Great Britain American football team. Wow, we've got some talented listeners, haven't we? That is a text that's just come through. If you could choose to relive one day of your life over and over again, what would it be? It is Groundhog Day today. The text goes on to say they are the only team that has ever beaten the American side at their own game. Good on you. Call yourself the world champions like the Americans yeah. do, even though they don't play the rest of the world. Kirsty's hanging on. What would it be? Well, in 2000, I was U.S. national champion um, for side saddle riding Arabian horses. Wow, let's just let's hear that one more time. So, in the year 2000, you were the, uh, the the U.S. champion or the world champion of the side saddle riding in the horse horse the world of horse riding. That's correct. Yes. Did you say Arabian horses? It was even more specific. I did, yes, Arabian horses. Wow, and tell us about what what is that? Uh, it's a certain breed of horse um, that. Uh, does their own competition for their breed, and I was yeah national champion. Wow, wow! And when you get crowned national champion, what what happens? Do you sort of like pop champagne corks, or is it a different tradition? Well, I was only eighteen, so I couldn't drink over in the US. Oh, but, what a shame! You know, I got a trophy. I still have the trophy from the US, and I got to do a victory lap with my horse with roses on it. Brilliant! If you were side saddle on a horse I've been on quite a few donkeys in, in my years living near Western Supermare and stuff like that you, would you not be worried about sliding off all the time like going whoa nearly going all the time all the time definitely do you have to wear like grippy stuff on your on your, on your pant like your trousers we used to spray, spray hairspray <laughs> what hairspray if you're worried about slipping off a horse get some hairspray on your backside and Kirsty how close to an Olympics did you come uh, well, they don't use, or they don't do the Olympics with that breed usually. Oh. Um, so U.S. national champions for the Arabian breed is as high as you can go. Do you know what? They've got that stupid thing where you ski and shoot. What's the, no one needs that. Let's get the side saddle guys in yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? They sound like a good country. Kirsty, put the word out. Let's get you guys in the next Olympics. 
Definitely. I'm in. What day of your life would you choose to relive over and over again? Billy says, this one's a bit different, the day I picked up my first Ford Focus ST. It's all about the car. Wow. Is that a car? I mean, I don't know very much about cars, but no offence to that car, but I wouldn't put it down there as being one that you'd want to, like, have a model of it on your shelf. Well, I think the ST is obviously a nice one. I don't think he's just picking up, like, mid-range 1.6. <laughs> what is the Ford ST, though? What's that even mean? It sounds like an illness. Sporting tourer. Okay, well, guessing. I'm sure we'll be back on to clarify with you in a second. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Joe, I had a terrible first part of the day today. Terrible morning, I would, I would call it. Uh, another fox pooed on our doorstep. What have you done to them? What have I done to the fox community? I just don't understand it. And I say another fox, it might just be the same fox that's doing it. It's not just random now, this is a targeted campaign. So, after I got back from baby gymnastics with, uh, oh, yeah. with Stella, our little one, I had to go into the house, boil a kettle, pour off the worst of it, because I wheeled through it in the buggy as well, just to add to the next <laughs> level. And then get a shovel and scoop the poo off and chuck it, How get rid of it. A shovel? How big is it? It was it was quite a right. fair bit. There okay. might be quite a, quite a big fox. <laughs> and I was thinking like mainly my my morning was like fox and shovel and I thought that sounds like the name of a pub <laughs> so let's make something good out of this like negative start to the day I thought it's an interesting way to distill the essence of how the past 24 hours has been for you right think about this if your day was a pub what would it be called? You go down the fox and shovel. Fo- I'd be the fox and shovel. <laughs> so the, the, the key elements. I mean, for example, I remember like back in the day when I lived in Bristol, we used to live uh, 100 yards from this brilliant pub called the Cock of the North. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was a pub that was used as a location in the Young Ones comedy series yeah. called the Pie and Calculator. Brilliant. Which is a great name. So if there's two main bits here day, or maybe more, <laughs> give it a pub name. <laughs> OK, for, well, for my morning, do you want to come and join me for a drink down the Dusty Filter? Dusty Filter? That sounds like a club. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, could be. Yeah. No, this was just the tumble dryer. Needs um, uh, need, needed the the filter sort of dusting off and hoovering out and getting all the things out. Otherwise, it's not going to condense anymore. Can I just say you're always in that tumble dryer? Yeah, I think you're at it too much. <laughs> I've said before, I do believe the tumble dryer is the neediest appliance in the house. You're always on all fours in that tumble dryer. Why well, don't you leave it alone? Let it get on with it. Oh dear! Let's get yourself down the dusty filter for a drink, and it's a, it's a club where like you'll meet like-minded people. It's got a great indie night, the dusty filter. Brilliant indie night every Thursday night. So look, look at the main constituent parts of your day. Does it sound like a pub? If so, get in touch. Dan S, uh, who I think is an electrician, his again, this sounds like a club. The stripped cable. That's <laughs> definitely a club. Couple of drinks, fall out the stripped cable at like two a.m. <laughs> Very strictly enforced age limit, I think, on the stripped cable. Note out the front saying, "Please be quiet," because they've got no, you don't want to wake the neighbours up. Uh, Claire is off to the laundry at Lemsip. Oh bless her! Not so sure about going down there. Or that it might be the sister club of your uh, uh, dusty My filter. Dusty filter. <laughs> Mark Goodall says the bleeding leg. Don't ask. One of those days. So you've had a bit of a day of it. 8, 12, 15. Uh, loads of people are correcting me on the young ones. Right? <laughs> I've just seen another email coming on the young ones. I've had a poor, I've had a poor week for, for getting the, the finer details correct. I think I think I mistakenly said it was Luke Skywalker who went into a, a tauntaun thing. It was Han Solo. You got the colour wrong of one of those uh, telecom boxes yesterday. Got that wrong. And it, it's the kebab and calculator. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> now we're up to date. Uh, Duncan in Sussex says, Afternoon, gents. For the delivery drivers with a break, and no deliveries, it would be the Muddy Layby, which is an interesting name for a pub, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly would be. Uh, would you go to the Worker and Ceiling? 
I like, the, I like the sound of that. That sounds kind of good, honest, working man's pub. It does, but the context of it that John has tweeted us a picture of looks like a worker has fallen through some ceiling. No, big gap in the uh, big gap in the ceiling. He's uh, he's sent in with some insulation flapping down like a cat flap. It's like um, an episode of Only Fools and Horses with it's the sh- exactly chandelier. Uh, we've got Dom on the line. Dom, uh, what pub would your day be named after? It would be the Rat and Resignation. The Rat and Resignation. So these are key parts of your day. What's happened? Yes, unfortunately so. So uh, I won't go into too much detail, but I've unfortunately had an encounter with several rats today, rather large ones, and uh, unfortunately somebody I work with uh, then had me their resignation. So uh, good oh thing. no! So do you mean like uh, uh, metaphorical rats, in that someone in your company is a bit of a rat, or do you mean actual like proper rats? Oh, uh, well, I would never say that on the radio, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't because the, would, the the two together there um, could be quite quite a story. I, I still feel that this is a crosswires pest control type <laughs> workplace incident. <laughs> Well, I can't, I can't say no more than that, Bush, I'm afraid. Well, listen, go, go and have a drink this evening, put your mind at ease, and, you know, these things happen for a reason, it'll be fine. Absolutely. I think I'll avoid the Rat Resignation pub on the way home, though. Yeah, it's a bit rough in there, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full of rats. <laughs> if your day so far was a pub, what would it be called? We've got Mike on the line. Mike, what do you reckon? Uh, crooked Binder. The Crooked Binder, it does actually sound like it an does. old old worldy pub down a cobbled lane somewhere by the seafront. Tell us about it, what's happened to you today? Well, ironically enough, I was by the seafront near uh, South Sea, Boston, the South Sea, and in a car parked by an old raggedy pub. Got out the car, dropped the folder, papers everywhere, like you see in a film. <laughs> just flying around in the wind, and <laughs> just thought, why do I bother? <laughs> Is this a leak? Was there, was there uh, you know, sensitive information in the document you were carrying there, Mike? Uh, I'm pretty sure there wasn't. If there is, I'm sure I'll get a phone call in the morning about it. Brilliant. Um, give us a percentage number of the amount of sheets you managed to reclaim. Uh, 30. 30%? Wow. That's a lot of swearing, <laughs> a lot of grabbing stuff. Hang in there, go and get yourself a drink in the Crooked Binder. <laughs> Cheers, lads, all the best. Loving your work. Ollie, uh, tell us, what was your day like that it could be made into a pub? The Twitchy Eye. The Twitchy Eye, what a great pub that is. You obviously are suffering from Twitchy Eye, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, a couple of weeks. Ollie, for what it's worth, same here for about a couple oh, really? of weeks. It's rubbish, isn't it? You guys need some potassium. You're supposed to eat bananas. I have had a couple of bananas. I didn't know, but that's just coincidence. I have had a couple of bananas, more than my average. What What else have you and I been doing, Ollie? Let's try and uh, do a Venn diagram here. Are you a gooner? Is it the uh, the stress of a title challenge? Oh, no, I, no. my heart bleeds for the pair of you. <laughs> no, no, Villa fan, yeah. Oh, no, it's not that, then. And it's, it's, the thing is, with Twitchy Eye, it does add unwanted context to anything that you do in life. What, what's your line of work, Ollie? I'm a um, surveyor, land surveyor. So when you're like saying to someone, yeah, I think the ground over there is that's pretty stable. Looks like you're winking. <laughs> you want a bit of like cash in the back pocket, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't quite work like that. Okay, thanks. Well, thanks for giving us a little pricey of how that industry works. Hope it gets better, Ollie. Back on the bananas. Go, go cheers. Lucy and Michael say that the somatomulsion. They spent the day undercoating their sitting room. I love. I love. The concept of the fact that emulsion paint was invented by a gentleman called Matt who got knighted for his services to paint. Is, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's, no, it's not right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to do that to I'm, you. I feel very vulnerable today. <laughs> you, you could leave, I feel like you could, you could, like, 
I don't know. I've been led astray today. <laughs> I know you. Wow, totally If you hadn't corrected that, <laughs> I'd have gone and told someone that on the train tonight. This is the Daily Takeaway. Ask yourself the question, why is it that we look at uh, things like Rotten Tomatoes or Internet Movie Database to get an aggregated score of what certain films like? You just want to make the right decision. Don't want to waste your time on a film that's rubbish. That's what the film club's all about. You get a brief in particular that we want an angle of a movie and you guys come up with the films to suit the person's needs. So, if you're looking for a film to watch tonight, uh, within the next hour, the Home Time audience are going to make that decision for you. And because it is Groundhog Day today, yes. we're going to take that as inspiration. So we're not going to watch Groundhog Day, right? That's that's not what's going to be picked. But if you could only watch one film for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Have a think about it, all right? It's got to be a film that you're not going to get tired of or you're going to watch and, and notice new things in forever and ever. Well, this is it. It's either maybe, maybe a movie that you've watched loads of times or you just think, I could happily watch that mm. again and again and again. Uh, well done to Malcolm Chedzoy on Twitter who pointed out the fact that... Um, uh, Sky Movies is just non-stop Groundhog Day, yeah. which is where the inspiration for this came from. So well done to him. For me, like th- this is my favourite film of all time, so I'd happily watch it again and again. I've probably watched it more than any other movie. I'm not one for watching films loads of times, but for me it's got to be Jewel, that, that, that movie with Dennis Weaver where he, dri- he drives across the kind of uh, Midwest to go to a job interview and, yeah. gets, and a lorry tries to kill him. Now, well, now... Just to r- ram him off the road. I've not seen this. It's such a good film. I think it's from, like, 1979 right, or something. Right, I have to pick up on that one. But there's I? hardly any, like, dialogue in it because it's just him in his car... Love it. ...panicking about this lorry. Wow, okay. So that's why it's probably... It's a good one to rewatch. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. I'm going to put that down as a possibility. Add that to the bear from earlier on. <laughs> yeah. One that I'm going to put forward um, is uh, a, a very different one. Uh, I love me a Wes Anderson film, so I'm going to put forward the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, that's a good film. Love Wes beautiful Anderson. Beautiful to look film. at. Exactly. So much to to see. So much beautiful cinematography in it. So many stars in it. But I, I find it's one of those films that every time I do watch it, I notice a different thing every time. So if I'm going to watch it over and over again it would be that and you have to go I mean the, uh, the, the two times I've seen Wes Anderson films have been uh, lording it up in an everyman you know one of those mm. nice posh cinemas you've got yeah. to watch them somewhere like that what was the one that, there was the most recent one the some, the, the French one or the, I'm not oh I'm, the state it's not the station agent or something like something like that the, the, French, the French dispatch French dispatch the French dispatch and it was just a gorgeous beautiful gorgeous movie right so that's the category tonight a film that you could watch over and over and over again but just the one what would it be Charlotte is in Ledbury and is going with E.T. says takes me back to my childhood when everything seemed easier adulting is hard and I tell you what watch that film again when E.T.'s dressed as a woman he looks (laughs) alright Uh, Nige says, L.A. Confidential, classic film noir. Uh, I love that film because my mum always called it La Confidential. <laughs> La Confidential. Well, if it's film noir, then it should be French. It led it? it down that route, I believe, in many ways. <laughs> uh, Rich, what could you watch again and again and again? About time. Have you heard of it? I have. I've seen it. I've never heard of oh, it. Oh, amazing. Explain oh, it for Bush. You need it. You need it. It's about uh, a lad who he learns and go back in time whenever he wants. He learns lots of lessons, which is amazing. Got no one eye in it. Like uh, like Nicholas Win- Lindhurst in Goodnight Sweetheart, <laughs> but better. <laughs> it's a Richard it's a Richard Curtis one, and it's got it has got Bill Nye in it. Yeah. It's very good. I'm intrigued yeah. by the time traveling yeah. element. So you, you must you must do something to go back in time, like <laughs> click his fingers or go into a room or so. He doesn't just yeah, like he goes into a cupboard. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're not selling it, Rich. It's not coming across well. He goes into a cupboard, clenches his fists, 
thinks where he wants to go, and he goes there in his own lifetime, though. So what, I've gone, I've done the cover bit quite a few times, just when the kids have been re- really getting on my nerves. But uh, <laughs> I've, I've still ended up in I'm the same house. <laughs> I'm doing it now. I'm upstairs. <laughs> there, downstairs. I'm up here. <laughs> it's a great shout and uh, a, a bit of a time travelling element, obviously, with what we're doing with watching yeah. this film over and over again. So not a bad shout. There you go. There you go. Get it watched. It's well worth it. Well worth it. Right, out the cupboard. Good suggestion. Thanks very much. Cheers, mate. Bye. Uh, so, one film, rest of your life, over and over again, what would it be? So many people go with the Italian job, uh, amongst which Paul, who says action, oh, comedy, great soundtrack, it's got everything. It's got, it's got, it's got it all. Uh, Val in London says Armageddon, could watch it over and over again. 2001, a classic, timeless, one of the best, and MASH, absolutely brilliant. Probably one of the best as well. Is MASH a movie, or is that just a TV show? Yeah, it's a TV show. As I read more of that, it got more and more confusing. <laughs> and she's picked three films. <laughs> Roger, what are we watching? Top Gun. Oh, now, the first one, the original... The, the, original, the original one, yeah. Not Maverick. Not Maverick. Well, Maverick as well, but you can't have two, so... <laughs> back to back, if you want to, but... <laughs> have you, you say you've seen Maverick? Yes. It's interesting that you're choosing, out of the two of them, the one that is now obviously more dated. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's because I historically watched the original more more times, sort of thing, you know, just uh, nothing on telly, nothing on nothing you can't find, just a bit of Top Gun sort of thing. Like it, so is it kind of a a comfort blanket movie for you? You might put that on (laughs) if you just want a bit of kind of relaxation time? Yeah, a bit of relaxation. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what you're getting with it. So it's a, it's a, it's a good one sort of thing. Just to, it's obviously, you know, you a, it's obviously a great film, Roger. But I, I don't yeah. want to split hairs with you here. But just one other <laughs> point: if you're going to watch this every single time, you can't watch another film ever again. It's only this film yep. over and over again. You're yep. choosing to watch the one where Goose dies yeah. rather than the one where no one dies. Well, I suppose, uh, yeah, it just, just happened to me that way. <laughs> he hates Goose. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think, he's, I think it's all, he's all right. But it's a shame he died, but uh, overall, I think the, uh, the, 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 first one, the first one's got it. The second one, it's a good film. I, I, I think it was for, for 30, you know, it was 30, 35 years after the original. I think they did it, they think they did it justice, the original, and uh, they, they managed to pick up a lot of the, uh, the, the catchphrases and the, and, the, and the bits and pieces between, like... Uh, Goose and Maverick all the way through it and stuff like that. So I think they did a really good job. I enjoyed both films, but uh, you know, I pre-ordered it before it even came out. But and pre-ordered. Wow. Well. <laughs> and dare we ask, Roger, if if you were to be part of Top Gun, uh, what would your call sign be? Do you think? Oh God knows on that one. What's your surname, <laughs> Roger? Bowen. Bowen, the bowmaster, yeah. the bow, the bowman. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Jimbo. Jimbo. Jim Bowen. Jim Bowen, that's not... Come and have a look at what you could have shot. Bullseye. Roger the bullseye. They don't pick... They don't pick their call signs anyway. Somebody else has to do it for them anyway. So we've just picked it, made up by themselves. Yeah. They don't pick them... Yep. Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> they don't pick them with... themselves? They, they get given them? They get given them by their, their, their uh, counterparts. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought Iceman yeah. made up. I'm, I'm gonna get, lads, I'm going to be Iceman. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we've exhausted our Top Gun chat and we love speaking to you. Take care. Bye-bye, <laughs> Roger. All right. <laughs> Thank you for all your brilliant suggestions. We spoke to Roger earlier on, who recommended uh, Top Gun, and we were, we were asking a little flight of fancy, what would Roger's call sign be if he was a pilot at Top Gun? Couldn't really think of anything good. Someone's texting now saying Roger's call sign should, of course, be Arrow, as in Bowen Arrow. His surname is Bowen. Roger very, Bowen. Very, good. We should have thought about that at the time. Also, clearing up the debate about MASH, it was a film with Donald Sutherland and Tom Skerritt, and it spawned the TV series... 
There you go. I didn't know that at all. <laughs> it's an educational it show, is. this. We've got a decision to make about Film Club. Uh, yes, what film would you choose to watch over and over again, being that it is actual Groundhog Day today? A oh. um, lot of people agreeing with Top Gun as a suggestion that was made earlier. Um, by bow and arrow. By, <laughs> by bow and arrow. Um, and also some people saying that I gave away a spoiler about Maverick earlier. I don't I don't think I did. I, I think you might have. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to repeat it, but it's been out long enough and it's Oscar nominated, so surely anyone who really wanted to see it has seen it. Uh, Boldest Brass Richie Firth refuses to answer any questions for photographers <laughs> as he walks into his house at speed. But to make up for it, Top Gun is tonight's home time <laughs> film club choice. Might as well watch it, he's already ruined it. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Just going back to the beginning of this edition of the Daily Takeaway and uh, that person's uh, weights routine that they've obviously uh, texted in. As an aside, why would you text that to anybody? Obviously not meant for us. If I went down the gym... And I would never in a million years text you a load of weights. Unless, you wouldn't be interested, would you? Unless he's selling them, because the weirdest thing happened over lockdown where you couldn't get... Remember, loads of people were, like, working Good out point. at home. People could You couldn't buy dumbbells for love nor money. So maybe he's selling there, or maybe it's to do with the car, because, as you'll have heard in this show, there was a guy who was talking about his uh, Ford Focus yeah. to us, and we, wanted, we were after a bit more information. I mean, he says a squat rack. That could just be a bit of a car that we've never heard of before. Hey, here's an idea. Maybe there's actually something in this, and it was meant for us. How? <laughs> about we have one section of the show every week, home time free ads. That'd be so good. <laughs> That'd genuinely be good. Stuff for sale. <laughs> we'll hawk it on the show. <laughs>